Aloha and welcome to Capico Podcast. I'm Kyle Galdera with Kamehameha Schools Communications. Thank you to our loyal listeners for tuning in again. If you're new to the podcast, we try to bring you innovative approaches to education, community building, and leadership through a Native Hawaiian lens. And you can catch all the episodes of Kapiko Podcast in the Imua Newsroom at ksbe.edu and through Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Podcast platform. So plenty of ways to check us out, and we thank you for tuning in. Uh, in this particular episode, we're actually kicking off what we hope will be an interactive way for you, our listeners, to really get to know what KS is doing to help with safety and well-being. And what a better way to introduce one of our proud KS alumni, uh, 2004 graduate, Marissa Lloyd. She's a behavioral health supervisor at KS Kapalama. Welcome, Marissa, to the podcast. Hi, thanks for having me. And again, we appreciate your time. We know you're really busy helping our Haumana to, to stay safe and, and really uh, get used to what is becoming the new norm in this interesting time we're living in. But before we talk about some of the ways that you're working with our students and their families, how are you dealing with this uh, pandemic and all the changes that we're going through in society today? I'm doing okay. You know, I definitely try to take each day one day at a time. Um, I think we can be so inundated with breaking news alerts, with social media, um, emails, uh, regular work, that I think that there's so much that can really cause overwhelm that really kind of trying to pause and and increase those moments of stillness, increase those moments of just quiet um, has been helping me kind of take it one day at a time. I definitely, I feel a range. Some days I feel pretty good. Some days I feel less good, um, but just really making sure that I'm paying attention to that part of it. And, and it's okay. It's okay to have days that you don't feel okay. Right. Okay. And that's a great segue into uh, tell us a little bit about what you and your team are doing at Kamehameha Schools as far as the behavioral health department is concerned. Yeah, so um, our team works directly with our school counselors and with our Kumu and staff. And we are, we're here to really kind of provide that extra social emotional support. Um, we're here to help provide those resources to our families. Um, and we're really kind of here also to serve as a colleague and a consultation to the teams that we work with, right? So we can also provide some trainings. Um, I actually just hopped off of a training right now um, in social emotional learning and self-care um, and how our kumu, right? How our kumu can continue to take care of themselves during this time. Okay. And that's an interesting perspective because, you know, we talk about social distancing and not being able to have those person-to-person -person interactions other than virtually, which we're actually doing now for one of the first times on this podcast platform. So how has that transition been for you as far as not having that student or that family member or that Kumu face-to-face, -face, but doing mm -hmm. it virtually? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's been an adjustment. I would say it's an adjustment. Um, I think the curve really varies, right? I think one thing that our kids are actually really, really good at is technology and media. And so I right. think sometimes it's more of a learning curve for us as grownups um, than it is for our kids. But I will say, you know, the one part that I've really appreciated is learning through my kids kind of how to really maintain that connection, um, both to their to them as well as their families. Um, it's been really 
it's been a really cool journey to be able to start using these other platforms. Um, you know, I know we're familiar with the term social distancing, but one thing that we're really trying to adopt is more of this physical distancing, right? We can't physically right. be together right now, but we can absolutely stay socially connected and really reinforcing how important it is to stay socially connected right now. Okay. And with that, you know, kind of being the new normal, what are some other effects that the stay at home order, social mm -hmm. distancing, physical distancing, mm -hmm. what are some effects that they are having on our Keiki and their families? And what are some of the strategies that you're helping folks to, to adapt to this new society that we're living in? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, absolutely. So you're right. There's definitely huge effects both on our kids um, as well as our kids and their families and ourselves, right, of, of everything that's kind of taking place in the world. And I think the biggest thing that we really see is this stress and this anxiety over the uncertainty. And I think that's something that's really challenging because we're all experiencing this uncertainty at the exact same time. Um, I listened to a podcast actually a couple days ago that was talking about, you know, nobody's a professional with this. We're all experiencing this simultaneously. And so I think people are experiencing the exact same situation, but can, ex can have a range of emotions. So for example, you know, some people might be feeling really anxious during this time. Some people might be feeling really fearful or scared. Um, other people might be feeling stressed, stressed about money, stressed about food, um, stressed about their loved ones that they can't be in contact with physically. Um, and the one thing that I like to point out too is you might also notice some people that are uh, disproportionately like happy, um, where you're kind of, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about family members of myself too, or, you know, they're like, I love it. This is great. And I'm kind of like, well, it's, you know, it's both. Right. <laughs> so I think that can be a big, um, effect that we see with the stay at home order. Um, and I think one thing that we sort of see when we think about the behaviors, right, those are the emotions that we feel, but when we see the behaviors in other people, you know, we can definitely see things like, difficulty sleeping, we can see um, sort of either people weight loss or excuse me, people that are losing weight or people that are gaining weight, right? Like we all are trying to find these new ways to cope in situations, again, that we've never experienced before. Um, and how are we really trying to manage that sort of one step at a time, one day at a time? Okay. And a comment you made about certain people actually kind of taking, I don't want to say joy, but actually embracing this situation, mm -hmm. maybe more than others. What are some things that we're learning about this situation as far as maybe the way we teach or the way we interact that you think might stick with us even mm -hmm. after this pandemic kind of goes mm -hmm. away? Mm -hmm. I mean, I, the part that I actually really keep going back to in my moments when I feel overwhelmed is really looking at the creativity that I feel like has taken place in the last month per se. Um, and just like the speed of this creativity, you know, I think that we have gotten as, as a school, but also as a community, so creative about how to stay connected with people, whether it's through virtual platforms like this, whether it's through, um, you know, I've, I've seen kind of like Zoom birthday parties or, you know, people that are like driving by family members' homes and dropping off baked goods so you can still maintain that, you know, recommended six foot and not, not having that gathering, but still really celebrating those people that we know and love. Um, I love that creativity. I feel like that creativity is really what increases my own personal hopefulness because because I see all of these different ways that we're connecting with people that even, you know, when we get to go back to hugging people and being in physical proximity with people, we get to still keep all of these other ways that we're connecting to. 
Okay. Awesome. And along those lines, do you have some maybe tips or pieces of advice for, as we talked about parents, students, families, or even Kumu that are trying to navigate this COVID-19 pandemic and remain safe, but also remain mentally stable because mm-hmm. it's going to be a, a very hectic time. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, you know, one thing that we really want to recommend is, is checking in with yourself, right? Making sure that you're paying attention to yourself and your own self-awareness. Um, when I can do that quiet check-in with myself in the morning when I get up or even throughout the day, I get to also really see how I'm experiencing the different news alerts or the different situations that are happening. Um, I know parents, for example, are navigating many of them um, distance learning and how to homeschool essentially for the first time. Um, And also really cultivating, I would say that appreciation, right? Appreciation for our Kumu and for our our community providers that are really providing the service to our kids. you know, the one thing that we really talk about so important is is taking care of yourself, right? Yeah. And part of taking care of ourselves, I like to use the analogy of, you know, putting your oxygen mask on before helping others. We got to make sure that we're taking care of ourselves and that we're at our own baseline in order to be able to support those that we love. Um, I think that we can practice accepting the situation as much as there's a lot of uncertainty in it, um, accepting pieces of the situation as uncertain and, and accepting this hopefulness that we'll be able to figure it out. Um, refocusing and reframing, that's something really important, I would say, too. Um, when I say refocusing, I think about, you know, yes, you're still working from home, but making sure that you, you know, get up and brush your hair, brush your teeth, you know, and like really right. making sure that Have we're... Have a routine. <laughs> yes, exactly. That schedule and routine, yes, it's different, but it's still really important to make sure that that we're still taking care of ourselves and our basic needs. Um, and then reframing the way that we think about difficult situations, you know, like there's there's a lot of things that we don't know right now, but there's also a lot of things that we do. And so how do we use that capacity to reframe? I think one of the things that I've been seeing circulating online, right? is instead of saying that you're stuck at home, you get to say that you're safe at home. And using these little nuances of vocabulary can really help us have a different outlook on how we're really processing through this whole experience. Awesome. I like that. Let's end on that positive outlook. And thank you, Marissa, for joining us on the podcast. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks so much. And thanks to all our listeners. Again, you can catch Copico Podcast through the Emoa Newsroom at ksbe.edu backslash news, or you can tune into Spotify, Stitcher, or Google Podcasts to get your Copico Podcast updates. And we're trying to bring it to you every week, so be sure to stay tuned on that. So again, for Marissa, I'm Kyle. Take care and aloha. Bye.